At a time when protests are sweeping the nation, here's what I know. Your purpose is your protest. It is the most radical thing you can bring to the world. My name is Lola Wright, and this is Find Your Fierce and Loving. This podcast is a wake-up call, a roadmap back to your holy purpose, an invitation to set fire to the box you've been living in and watch it burn. I am so happy to welcome you to this affirming space. Find Your Fierce and Loving has been really a, a lifetime of creation. And what I mean by that is, you know, I was born into this system, this community, this environment, probably not dissimilar from you in some ways, where I was molded and formed and told to be a particular way to achieve success, to be acceptable, to be loved by society. And I just never did that well. <laughs> I just, I wasn't very good at it. And it was pretty clear pretty quickly that if I was going to have to conform to these kind of societal norms and standards, I was losing. And so at a pretty young age, I realized that I had to form my own sense of self. I think that's where we are on the planet. This agreement to conform and to fit into these boxes that supposedly keep us safe and controlled and acceptable and uh, desired, they aren't working. They aren't working for you, and they certainly haven't worked for me. Find Your Fierce and Loving is an invitation. It's a provocation. It's an opportunity to get clear on what brings you alive and go after that. The way that we do that is by tuning into our three primary centers of intelligence. They also occur as like three dimensions of reality. I'm always going to talk with you about the body, the mind, and the most overlooked place and space in the human experience, the soul. So often we want to jump from the material world or the world of form to the super esoteric, and we miss this whole space in between. Of course, not a geographic location, but this soil of our life, the darkness, the place where our beliefs and opinions, our memories and our thoughts are housed and calcified and when left unexamined are oftentimes operating in ways that do not serve us. So as we kick off Find Your Fierce and Loving, I want to begin with the body. We must move our body we are living at a time where sitting and, you know, analyzing and just overthinking is not helping. It actually makes very little difference. We can find ourselves scrolling obsessively on social media or ingesting the news ad nauseum, and still the circumstances and conditions of our lives remain the same. When we move our body, we begin to integrate our thoughts, our feelings, and our sensations. One of my great critiques of the transformational space is that there is this 
sort of over examination of the mind. The mind is brilliant. And we could define the word mind in a gazillion different ways, because depending on the application of that word, it means very different things. There is your neurotic mind. There is your conscious and creative mind. There is the infinite mind, the collective mind. So I'll break all of that down during our time together. And we can oftentimes hang out there in ways that dislocate us and disconnect us from this real human experience. You're in this dimension of reality for a right and holy purpose. You you chose, <laughs> you chose to press into this dimension of reality at this time in the evolution of humanity to make a contribution. Would you be willing to consider that the evolution of humanity is dependent on your holy contribution. And guess what? That involves your body. So, you know, we can get real smart and really like, you know, enlightened and awakened about, you know, these esoteric principles and practices, and all the while not look at the great dysfunction that the human experience continues to perpetuate. That is the great gift of this time. And as perhaps you've heard me say before, it is the great gift of our current presidential drama. You know, it's not as if all of the issues that are coming up in the consciousness of humanity just occurred all of a sudden in 2016. You and I have been to varying degrees numbing out and absolving ourselves of our creative and imaginative capacity and we've been doing that at the microcosm, and we've been doing that at the macrocosm. In other words, we perhaps have been doing that individually, and we've been colluding with one another in collective agreements to disempower ourselves and hope that some knight in shining armor is going to come save us. I have news for you. There is no knight in shining armor. You, beloved, are the one. You have a soul's agreement, a holy appointment, a divine idea that has been placed in and on you. And we need that. Your purpose is your protest. When you and I begin to realize that it's time to bust up and out of the boxes that we've been living in, many of which we haven't even designed ourselves we just sort of accepted them, oftentimes unconsciously, and they're not fitting so well anymore. When you and I begin to realize that we are here, necessary, rightly, that there is something that brings us alive, it could be cross-stitching, it could be movement-making, I don't know what yours is to be and do. But I do know that it's necessary. I do know that it's needed. And I do know that your body is giving you all kinds of cues and clues all the time for what it is needing and wanting to come alive. So take a deep breath and consider that there is something very fierce about you. And there is something wildly loving about you. You know, this dissection of fierce and loving, I think, is flawed. When we can mature 
into a big, expansive, guttural experience of love, it is fierce and it's on fire. This notion that love is a kind of like romantic or childlike or listless experience is inaccurate. Sure, there are many dimensions to a loving presence, but I believe that what we are needing and wanting on the planet are people who are willing to come alive. And I believe that you have a unique, fierce, and loving presence that the world needs now. So one of the great ways that we can get curious about what your fierce and loving is, is to begin to pay attention to what does bring us alive. You could do a kind of inventory of your life to see, like, where has my energy been way up? Would you be willing to stop saying yes to the things that dampen your energy? How could you design your life in a kind of way that frees up massive amounts of energy so that you can really do what you're here to do? It really is an old, tired, played out story that you are here inside of some kind of um, martyred existence. When you and I collude around our martyrdom, we create lots of suffering And as I oftentimes say, pain is inevitable and suffering is elected. You and I will never eliminate the experience of pain, but we do have the opportunity to choose if we will remain in a suffering loop. If something in your life is not working, then you have a responsibility to look at it. What would it look like for you to activate a kind of fierce and loving purpose in your most intimate relationships, in your finances, in your business, in your body? What does it mean to be fierce, to be wild, to be untamed, to be proud? Imagine you as wild, untamed, and proud. You want to be more alive. You want to unleash your inherent love and goodness, liberate yourself, and free humanity from the oppressive systems and structures we have created. We are here to support you in finding your fierce and loving life. Join us in our circle. This is an affirming and radical space that will gather weekly, on demand, or live, whatever works best for your life. For more information on how you can engage in our circle, visit lolawright.com forward slash our hyphen circle. I'd love to have you with us. I recently watched this documentary on Netflix. I think it was called Life on This Planet, and I cannot remember this human's name, but he's devoted his life as a National Geographic journalist, reporter, and um, please excuse me for not bowing deeply to him by knowing his name, but he said something so brilliant. He said, we need to return to the wild. You and I have been overly domesticated. We've been damped down. And the question I have for you is, how do you dampen your own self? 
How do you suppress your own aliveness? And would you be willing to consider that this personal transformation that you're perhaps deeply interested in is in service of our collective awakening? You know, historically, we have lived as if these things are in conflict, and in fact, they are intrinsically related. As you do your kind of interpersonal inquiry and exploration, the big idea of that is not for your own navel-gazing. It is not just to manifest the hottest, most beautiful car or partner, although those things are very fun, and I encourage you to do those things. But the big idea of personal transformation is to free yourself. Many of you know, if I were to quote only one brilliant uh, lyric, quote, human person, it would be Bob Marley, emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. Marcus Garvey and Bob Marley Their work is really this kind of radical disruption of the status quo, of the oppressive systems and structures that are all around us. But here's the thing. You and I are swimming in systems and structures designed to separate and suppress us and our relationship with others. But these great wisdom teachers, whether it is Teresa of Avila or whether it is Ernest Holmes or whether it is Adrienne Marie Brown or whether it is Bob Marley or Marcus Garvey or Asada Shakur, Audre Lorde or Deepak Chopra, whomever it is that you subscribe to, the big idea that they are all pointing to is free yourself. There will always be exterior pulls on your attention to dampen and dominate you. So yes, finding your fierce and loving is a radical act. Claiming your purpose is a motherfucking protest, beautiful. It is. Some of us are here on the planet to be community organizers and to be on the front line of social change movements. But if you and I think that those are the only people that are going to support the expansion and the evolution of human experience, forget it. You saying yes to the big idea of you as a contribution to the awakening of humanity is a protest. Here's what's not a protest. You living in a job that you hate. Here's what's not a protest. You staying in a relationship that does not honor you. Here's what's not a protest. You being broke all the time. Not cute. Nothing radical about that. You're here to live a big, bad, on fire life. You're here to find your fierce and loving. My fierce and loving looks a particular way. It looks like me moving my hips and it looks like me like... You know, like that is my fierce and loving. It's my most authentic self. It's only one aspect of me, though. I also have a deeply tender and vulnerable side that those who know me best have access to. So I have the way it looks for me. I don't know what your fierce and loving looks like, but I want you to find it. 
selfishly, I want you to find it because I believe that our only way forward is by you being free. And if you stay trapped and stuck and, you know, like broke down and cynical and resigned and apathetic, ugh, no. You're here for something big. You're here for something great. Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. You know, Ernest Holmes is a great mystic, modern day mystic, and he said, freedom is the birthright of every living soul. So my question for you is, where are you wanting a greater experience of freedom? Where are you feeling trapped? Where are you feeling like in the grips of life? Imagine that that discomfort is in service of your becoming. Imagine that there's a kind of divine discontent. Imagine that's what's happening on the planet right now. That this pain body, as Eckhart Tolle might say, this pain body that's coming forward in absurd politics, in environmental breakdown, in a global pandemic, is all a great big metaphor, a great big metaphor to wake the fuck up. The old patterns and agreements and beliefs are not working, and you're here to create something new, and it will not come out of sheer logic. It'll come out of your mess. It'll come out of you making magic in the dark. It'll come out of you having this kind of guttural relationship with life. You and I are not here to suffer. You and I are here to live a joyous, alive existence. So I want you to lean in to this season of the unknown. We're moving into this sort of mystical time of year where, you know, the days are getting shorter, the nights are getting longer. How is that in service of who you're here to be? How is this moment of darkness not bad, but an invitation into the great unknown? When you and I rest solely on what we know, our opportunities are vastly limited. There is so much richness in the unknown in the unseen. And that's what your fierce and loving is. It's the part of you that you're stretching into. And it won't end. There's not going to be a day. Oh, well, you know what? Uh, Turns out that on November 20th, 2020, I found my fierce and loving. You know what? Let me just write that down. We'll celebrate that every year. And There I am. I'm uh, now a fixed sense of self. Oh my goodness. I have been reading, in some cases, the same books for decades, and every time I pick them up, I get something new. Not because the book has changed, but because I have changed. I am growing. I am learning. I am expanding. I am saying yes more and more to the fierce and loving presence that is me. So the untamed, the wild, the proud, 
the attentive, the vulnerable, the present. That is what this moment is calling for in you. Imagine that humanity in this kind of mystical realm sang to you before you came in to this time and space and said, hey, there's going to be some crazy shit going on. We think that you're the one that needs to come through to help us imagine a new way of being together, to create a new paradigm for humanity. The greatest pain that is being experienced right now among human beings is an over-identification with the material realm, a kind of obsession with the literal. When you and I forget that we are so much more than this meat suit, that we are these extraordinary, exquisite creatures that are bound one to another, that nothing is happening in isolation. When you and I get that, when you and I realize the bigness of who we are, the vastness of who we are, everything begins to change. You know, you've perhaps heard these sort of platitudes change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, because you are projecting your consciousness, your perception of reality all the time. This world of form, this material realm is just an aspect of this universe. When you and I get that, everything begins to shift. And I believe that you are sitting here with me at this now moment because you have identified yourself as someone that wants to midwife the new, someone that wants to call forward another way. You know, we can hear this so frequently in these binary constructs that we're so attached to. Either you're a capitalist or you're a socialist, as if those are the only two options. (laughs) Like, what if there could be something that was beyond capitalism? What if it wasn't either that or this? What if it wasn't either I'm going to uh, be rich and an asshole or poor and righteous? These binary models are designed to keep you stuck, to keep you trapped, to keep you bogged down Move beyond the binary. Transcend the literal. Dig in on your creativity and imagination. I wonder how this could be possible. I wonder how that could be possible. I wonder what fierce and loving looks like as me now on the planet. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. So I wonder what your wild, untamed, and proudest self looks like. I wonder what your vulnerable and attentive presence looks like. I wonder if those two things didn't occur as if they are in opposition, what then could we create? You are here at this time to cause an expansion in consciousness. Everything in your life exactly as it is today, has been rightly designed for your awakening, your growth, your expansion. 
I know that that's true for me. And guess what? It is not always comfortable, but no one promised comfort. That is some like very adolescent and um, it can be sort of our bratty sense of self that says, I want this to be comfortable. No, I mean, no, that's just not the big idea. And by the way, that doesn't mean we need to manufacture perpetual discomfort. What's true, paradoxically, is my life has gotten more comfortable. As I've said yes more and more to who I am here to be, as I have said yes more and more to my fierce and loving self, my life has transformed. My life has become more comfortable. But that hasn't been by avoiding discomfort. My willingness to lean in on the discomfort, to go, okay, here we are. This is the moment. This is the moment. I trust this. So here's my invitation for you. As you spend this next week in a new kind of reflection, I want you to ask yourself, like, what is my wild? What is my untamed? What is my proud? But here's the caveat. And what does that look like if it's in service of the human experience of good and love and peace and power? If I were to get really, really curious and committed and dance with my wild and untamed and proud, what would me, alive, on fire, as love look like? And you might start to look at that in your place of business, in your intimate partnership, at the drive through at Starbucks. Like you can bring your wild, untamed, proud, present, affectionate self in every moment. You know, there is an invitation for integration that is on the human experience right now. These dissections of self, I'm this over here, I'm that over here, this is when I become that, this is when I become that, it actually just traps you. Find your fierce and loving that is native to you, that is unique to you, that this moment in time calls for, and bring it alive. Let it go and release attachment to if that ensures you will be liked. Being liked is like a very, very, um, hmm, it's just like a boring game. If the big idea of and for my life and your life is to be liked, ugh, that will get so boring so fast. Set the world on fire with you because this world is calling for a kind of aliveness that only you know. Now is the time for you to find your fierce and loving. I'm ready, you're ready, and this world is hungry for it. If you enjoyed this show and would like to receive new episodes as they're published, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And consider leaving a review in Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help others find this show. 
You can follow me at Lola P. Wright on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, and learn more about my work at lolawright.com. This episode was produced by Dante32 with theme music from independent music producer Trey Royal. It looks like me moving my hips and it looks like me like...